This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. My name is Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Welcome to News Time. Every week on this show, we count down some of our favourite news stories from right around the world. It's pretty exciting, but I can't do it without your help. Are you ready to give me a hand? Yes, we're ready. Excellent. Well, here we go. Story number five. A pianist is somebody who plays the piano. And one pianist over in Brazil named João Carlos Martin has just started playing music again thanks to a special pair of gloves. What kind of gloves? OK, let me explain. João was one of Brazil's best piano players. But then he hurt his hands. And after that, he couldn't move his fingers very well. And playing the piano became much trickier. I'm learning how to play the piano. You could put the middle finger, the pointy finger and the thumb on some keys and you can play hot cross buns. Yep, you use your fingers and thumbs on the piano keys to make music. João missed playing piano. He wanted his fingers to work again. He went to the doctor 24 times. They tried lots of things to make them better, but nothing worked. Then... Luckily, a man named Ubirata Bizarro Costa had an idea. He made a pair of gloves out of a special material called carbon fibre, which is very light and very strong. When Joao plays the piano while he's wearing these gloves, they help pull his fingers up off the piano keys. It means that he can move his fingers quickly again, and his music is back to brilliant. He would be really happy to have those special gloves on and the doctor can be really happy because those gloves have been invented correctly. I think you're right. João is so happy to have his special gloves. In fact, he's practising all his favourite songs for a big concert later this year. Bravo, Mr Martin! Bravo! Bravo. Now let's dance our way over to our next story. Story number four. Do you know what a submarine is? It's a kind of ship that goes underwater. You're right about that. Now scientists are preparing a special submarine for a super deep sea exploration. Way down deep below the surface to a place called the Midnight Zone. Midnight Zone. Midnight Zone. You see, the further underwater you go, the less light there is. The Midnight Zone is 1,000 metres underwater and it's called the Midnight Zone because no sunlight can reach it. There are some creatures that live in the Midnight Zone. There lives glowing jellyfish, all these glowing animals. And if you go there with the animals glowing up, it really looks like a party. A groovy underwater disco. All those beautiful colours are because of something called bioluminescence. Living things that create their own light. Bioluminescence. 
This next deep sea exploration is going to happen in the midnight zone of the Indian Ocean. That's a big sea between Western Australia and Africa. Hmm, I wonder what they might discover down there. All these wonderful, amazing new animals that don't live in Sydney, maybe. All right, my brave explorers, where are we headed next? Story number three. It's been raining a lot on the east coast of Australia lately, especially in New South Wales and Queensland. I splash in the puddles and have fun and sometimes there's muddy puddles. Rain can be a lot of fun to splash in and all this rain has been helpful in some ways because it's been putting out some bushfires. The rain's been falling in places that have been in drought too. Rivers and dams have been filling up and grass is growing again. The rain's been a relief for some farmers and firefighters. I think it's really good for the plants and all the flowers and the trees. Me too. But too much rain can also be a bit of a problem. There's been flooding in New South Wales and Queensland. Flooding is when there's too much water and it spreads to places it shouldn't, like roads and train lines and even people's houses. In weather emergencies like floods, there are lots of people who come to help out. Firemen do a lot of different things than putting out fires. Sometimes they help in floods and maybe some ambulance people and some nurses and doctors. That's right. Firefighters, ambulance and police officers are all there to help. And there's also people called the SES. Exactly right. SES stands for State Emergency Service. During emergencies like bushfires or floods, there are lots of people, like firefighters and the SES, that are there to help. It's also important to have a plan about what you and your family will do if there was an emergency. So you stay safe. Yep, a plan that will help you all stay safe and sound. Alrighty, where are we headed next? Story number two. Have you heard of the T-Rex? The T-Rex is a dinosaur and it lived millions of years ago. It has really sharp teeth and he has really tiny arms. That's right. T-Rex was a big dinosaur with big teeth and tiny arms. It looked a bit like a big lizard standing up. Over in Canada, paleontologists have discovered fossils from a new type of tyrannosaur. They think it might be the T-Rex's cousin. They've named it Thanatotheristes degrutum. Catchy, isn't it? T. degrutum lived during the Cretaceous period, about 80 million years ago. Scientists reckon that's how old these fossils might be. T. degrutum wasn't quite as big as its cousin T-Rex. It was about two and a half metres tall, a bit shorter than an elephant. I've seen some fossils at the museum. This massive dinosaur bone. Oh yes, they were a lot bigger than us. This new dino discovery is important because scientists don't know much about the Cretaceous period. It's a bit of a mystery. So the more dinosaur fossils we find, the more we'll know about dinosaur history. Okay, let's jump forward in time now to our last story. Story number one. Huh? Did you hear that? What is that? Um, a sheep. A camel. <laughs> Good guess. 
It's actually a llama. It has a really long neck. It's really fluffy. It's fluffy like a sheep. And it has really long eyelashes. They sure do. They have very sweet faces. Llamas are animals from the same family as camels, and they're from South America. In a country called Ecuador in South America, kids aged between four and twelve race their llamas every year in a special competition called Lamingada. These kids live in one of the world's most important wetlands in the Yanganates National Park. A wetland is a place that is a big pond with lots of water. Yep, wetlands are full of water, like lagoons and swamps, and they're home to lots of birds and animals. These young llama races are part of indigenous communities that help look after them. It's really important to look after wetlands and other waterways too. They're very precious. I won't put rubbish in the drain, and I will definitely not put oil in the sink, and that will help to keep the wetland clean. Good on you! And you know what? We have reached the end of our countdown. Thank you so much for counting with me. I'm off to find some fresh new stories for next week's show. I'll see you then. Bye, Ruby. Bye. 